Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patri Hunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same. During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way. Hello everyone and welcome to episode six of Becoming Unshakable. Sarah and I are super delighted today to have you here and we're going to be speaking about journaling which is a super popular one at the moment and is always used for self-development, for growth and even for healing. So we're going to start off by basically going through healing and that one starts with letting go, with forgiveness, even reframing the past and energy management. So I want to give you a little example of how I actually used it myself. And I think Sarah can resonate with this one as well. The way I used it before, now it wasn't just completely on my own. There was a coach helping me through this, but I used it a lot for letting go as in releasing completely of the resentment that I had towards people who had caused me harm. And even to the extent of forgiving my parents, which is really difficult to do when you've had a really sort of challenging childhood, we'll say, or teenage years or things like that. And you will always develop some form of resentment in a way towards people who have caused you harm, whether they meant to or whether they didn't. And what that does is actually release that negative energy that you have. It doesn't matter what others are thinking, whether they resent you or not, or whether they resent the situation, is actually what you are carrying throughout your life. And you're in a way, and without wanting to, choosing to carry that baggage, carry that extra baggage that you do not want to carry so that you can move forward. So that can be really difficult. And that's what I want to go through a little bit and how you can actually do it yourself from your own home and in your own comfort and without anybody else looking at you. Because that's the main thing is that it is your job. It is our job and it is our responsibility to take ownership of these things. And so one of the things, so we'll start off really lightly. (laughs) One of the things that I did was actually write a few things to my ex-partner. And I had so many mixed emotions. Like I had, I was sad. I was angry, frustrated, like not necessarily maybe with him. Maybe it was more with myself, actually. Maybe it was about, I should have done this. I could have done that. And things that you think you could have done differently. So while I was writing to this person, I was actually writing to myself as well. And in a way, I use that as a way of forgiveness without even noticing. So that's a really important one because I know some of us really struggle to let go of relationships and especially if they were really long or really they went in really deep, there was a really deep connection there. So that's one thing that you can do. Even if there was a bit of toxicity as well, you might feel almost hesitant to actually write a letter because you're afraid of what might come up. You're afraid that too much anger will show up. But the thing is that If we do not release these things, they're always going to be with us. And when we try to grow, it's like going to hold us back because we'll be like, oh, but there's something there. It's like you're literally carrying something in your body. So that's one really powerful thing. And you can do it with family. I know family brings up a lot of emotion. 
And that means there might be a little bit of stuck uh, energy in your body. So it's really important to actually voice that. Journaling gives you a voice where you might not necessarily feel ready to go into therapy or coaching, but you feel ready to write because you're doing this by yourself. So that's the way I would say it. So letting go, forgiving, forgiving yourself, like writing a letter to your teenage self saying, you're completely fine. I understand why you're acting this way. You know, there are many reasons why you are reacting this way. You haven't learned the tools. I've got you. It's all good. And it sounds a bit ridiculous, but it's actually so important to give your past self that hand, that extra hand, that extra care and that extra love. So that's what I have used it for. And trust me, your teenager self can be really pissed off with you, really pissed off with you. So it's really important to give her a hand as well whether it's your inner child, your inner teenager, whichever part of you that you decide to help, it's super important. And then another one is reframing the past and main events in your life. And Sarah will talk to you about this in a second, I would say. But reframing the past means, it doesn't mean pretending something didn't happen. That is not the way we go. There is no such thing as avoidance. It will actually just come up later in life if you don't deal with it now. But what journaling does is essentially, okay, what happened in this situation that really affected me personally, that really made my life difficult up to this day, that really made me see things in a certain way, such as being bullied or having a really negative relationship, as we said, or being treated a certain way in my family. What was that situation and event and what way am I looking at it? What do I think of it? And how can I reframe that in the sense that, okay, I have acquired this lesson, this lesson and this other lesson that have brought me here today. And so if that thing hadn't happened, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be talking like this. There's just always going to be so many things coming out of that situation and how you have grown as a person because of those events. So it's really important to ask yourself these questions. Okay, this event happened. Let me just write down three lessons, three key takeaways that I learned from this. And how can I move forward with this lesson? And that's called, that's basically used by a lot of psychologists, reframing. And that's why it's important to journal and write about things so that you can actually see it from a different light, as opposed to that light of a hurt child yourself being hurt by that situation and looking at it from that perspective, as opposed to I've learned things from this. So that's what I would start with. So letting go forgiveness, forgiveness of self and others and reframing the past is something that I have severely used it for. And even just writing down, well, what have I learned that I don't want to be like? If you select things that you don't necessarily like about your parents, the way their relationship was and things like that. What have I learned about my previous relationship that I do not want in my future relationship or my present relationship? Those are the things that you get to learn and that you wouldn't be here if you did not learn those things. So remember that for sure. And I will allow Sarah to speak now and continue from where I am dropping, but just know that journaling is not just about sitting there and being like, I'm just going to write whatever comes my way. It's actually a really powerful tool so that you can move forward without necessarily taking things personally and being in a victim mode of life happens to me. And that's all. It's that you can reframe, you can choose 
what you get to take away from those experiences. Absolutely. Yeah, I love all those points. And I have a strong, you know, worded email that I sent to all my clients. And I'm like, in order for you to become your best self, it's not just the I am amazing in the mirror. It is emptying the garbage bin first. So a really good way to gauge this with your past, for example, is are you able to look back all those different life experiences that hurt you, upset you, do your letter to your inner child, like Patrick spoke about the forgiveness letters. And are you able to think about them and talk about them perhaps to a loved one without getting emotional? And that's quite a freedom. Now, it's not to say you have to sit down and talk about your trauma with somebody, of course, if you don't want to. But even if you can find a therapist or a coach or a loved one to offload to and doing it and crying and all of those things that, you know, and journaling like we're talking about now, it's a form of emptying the garbage bin. And I think when it comes to you literally being able to look back at your past and not feeling that strong emotion towards it anymore, then you know that you're on a very good path because you've dealt with it. Like Patrick said, you've reframed it. You've took the learning lessons from it. And it's just hugely important to start with forgiveness to the self in the inner child letter, recognizing everything that you've achieved today, despite of the struggles and the crappy relationships and the breakups and the bullying and the rejection and and the family dynamics and all of that. So yeah, definitely starting from a place of forgiveness is really important. The take now I'm going to take on the journaling. So once you feel like you're at a place where okay, I've made peace with my past, even though that's usually maybe an ongoing journey. I personally don't think so. I think you can get to a place where you do look back at your past. It'll always be a part of you, but you definitely can look at it neutrally. And then you know, okay, now we're just looking at the forward direction and not being in victim mode anymore, which is super important. So I'm going to speak about my signature journaling method that I would include in my coaching program and that I would keep the girls accountable for. This is something that has massively helped me in my future direction. So career goals, you know, affirmations, manifestation, it's all there. I suppose the first thing I'm going to talk about is how I would do my journaling. And this is not to say you have to do it like this, but this is what I would recommend to the girls. So I always say, start with your affirmations. I don't like woo-woo words. I like saying auto-suggestion to the brain. It sounds fancier, you know, because it is what it essentially does when you affirm something over and over to yourself is you subconsciously start to take that in. You become that person. It takes over your thoughts more. So like, it's like your RAS reticulator activating system in your brain is always on the lookout for what you're thinking about most. So if you are in victim mentality, if you are complaining a lot and you know, you're feeling negative, you are looking for things subconsciously to feel more negatively about whether, whereas when you do get to the point of journaling every morning, your affirmations, what that actually does is it it puts your brain on high alert for opportunities alignment with those statements that you're writing. It's absolutely powerful. So like, for example, I learned this from the holistic psychologist, Nicole, I can't remember how to pronounce her surname, but anyway, her concept of future self journaling was choosing some area in your life that you were absolutely motivated in, you know, working towards. So for a lot of my clients, you know, I would say choose no more than like three, four statements. So I'm a successful coach was definitely one that me and you probably would have written down for a long time. And we still do to this day. I'm calm. I'm at peace is a huge one for my clients who feel very overwhelmed and stressed. I'm in control is also one for my clients who feel stressed. 
I am what else, a fit and healthy person. You know, I look after my body. And essentially, you all know what affirmations are. My recommendation is to keep them the same for a long period. I love the idea of affirmation cards. I think they're beautiful and markers and everything. And of course, they're all towards, you know, building you up. But try to keep the same statements for a length of time for whatever it is that you want to become or whatever it is that you want to achieve. So whatever those sentences are, make sure you're writing them first thing every morning. Then I would move down to focus. Now, focus is kind of separate. I just mean basically planning your days ahead. When you're focused on what you need to do or what you want to achieve, try to link them to the affirmations. Okay, if I am this kind of person, what do I need to do today? Um, I'd always say to my clients, plan your week or your, you know, your day the night before ahead. Because I strongly believe, and Tony Robbins is a big advocate of this, if you're focused and aligned, you don't have room for quote unquote anxiety, you know, upset, you know, because you're focused on what you want. So you and, and state it in the positive. Do not write down, I don't want to be anxious anymore. Do not write down, I want to feel calm and control. That's really important, actually, in the journeying is re- if you're saying, I don't want this, reframe it into what you do want. So change that and it'll actually become a lot more doable and believable in your mind as well. So affirmations, first thing, three or four statements of what it is that you're looking to achieve as if you have it now, but also making it believable. And then potentially when you get to that level, changing the affirmation again does that make sense to something more up and up and up for example focus like I said just your you know what am I focused on today based on these affirmations what do I need to do today that can just be your planner as well then I'm just going to move on to the last part which is gratitude and a mixture of of gratitude and then documenting personal wins because what I see is a lot of my clients coming to me being like I'm so sick of writing you know, I'm so thankful for my family. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not what we do. We really need to open our eyes from the moment we wake up in the morning. We need to look around us. We need to see, this is a lovely practice. Look around your room at all the things in your room. Like, what do you feel truly grateful for? It's a nice exercise for someone who's not overly into gratitude or is learning about it. You know, list out the things mentally. Oh my God, there's my this, there's my that. I'm so grateful for all my clothes and my gorgeous bed sheets. And I love that picture of me and my friend and, you know, whatever, whatever. But really just opening your eyes, the morning coffee, the text from your friend yesterday and writing it all down, like every little thing, you know, I'm better at my job. My boss gave me this feedback. It's not just I'm grateful for my friends and family. And I know how hard this is for people to get into. It will take you some time. But once you train your brain to really start looking for all these amazing things in your life and also like documenting your wins, like I'm doing so well, I'm so proud of myself. I'm, you know, for X, Y, Z, whatever your personal goals are. Then what that does is it opens the whole manifestation, energetic alignment I suppose, sphere. Now I'm kind of going off with spin tails. What I mean by that is you're so focused on what you do have, you start attracting more and more of it. So yeah, I would just say give yourself some time, give yourself patience with this one. Journaling is difficult for those of not difficult, but sorry, people kind of think it's difficult and it's not, but it might be difficult to get into when you're not used to it. I would say buy a journal that you really love. Like it's a big one. It's like the water bottle. I always tell my clients buy a lovely water bottle that you really like and you will drink more water. And it's like the journal. Okay. When it's there on your bedside locker beside, you'll want to open it up and go through it and write in it and I think the biggest thing, though, is carving that time out in your schedule for your journaling, making it a non-negotiable for 66 days, like I said, to form a habit and just making sure you're writing down why you're amazing, what you're so lucky for, your affirmations. This is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. And like I said, then 
Patrick kind of dealt with the whole letting go and removing and releasing. And then what I spoke about was really the future self-direction. So a little bit of a mixture of both until you feel like you are at peace with your past. Make sure that you're talking about your past, your journaling, and that you're reframing it and subconsciously making that big effort to move on from it. So yeah, that's kind of how I would do the journaling. That's what I'd recommend to my clients. Just one more thing. If you are a very, very anxious or overwhelmed person, then just write down every single morning, just for today, I will. Lovely prompt, really simple for somebody who's a little bit kind of, oh, you know, like just so much going on, really trying to focus on being present until you get to the point where you can potentially go for the headings that I talked about there. Yeah, absolutely. I just thought of an affirmation that I actually came up with for a while when I was feeling really like really anxious for a while. I was getting triggered like quite a lot. I think I can't remember when exactly it was. It was definitely not recently anyway, (laughs) because I'm very chill these days. But I remember writing down my nervous system is feeling regulated my nervous system is regulated and I kept seeing that and the thing is I don't know what it was I think my brain just absorbed it really well and my body really liked it whatever it was maybe it just drove me to meditate a little bit more or I don't know what it was but that affirmation was just something clicked something surrendered yes surrendered a hundred percent yeah, and really, it really, really is good. about finding that one that feels really clicky with you, like you said. But it is beautiful, and it's if you read Think and Grow Rich and all of those books, guys, you know, written by absolute masters back in the day. I'm one of these people who's really into the good old like 80s, 90s speakers. You know, the ones Me that didn't too. have social media, yeah, like Tony Robbins, Eckhart Tolle. You know, all of those guys back in the day. They're that they're the ones who know, like Jim Rohn. Um, I'm super, super into it. And if you go back to the books, like auto-suggestion like it's all about Henry Ford how he used affirmations so like this stuff does work you think it doesn't work then you're you're shutting it off straight away without even trying it you know what I mean so just try it out for us try out some of those journaling prompts that we talked about work on your past get really really aligned and focus on what you want and make that a part of your journaling practice it's super important yeah absolutely and there is great journaling prompts for energy management as well for those who get quite confused and they feel a bit overwhelmed Sarah I think you posted a story about it today actually I only saw it um just before this podcast and just about I think we do get some there is so much information out there there's so much going on and we feel like to-do list is almost like a norm like endless to-do lists and we don't know where to start so it's important to be like basically be able to manage your energy very well and say okay when you're releasing and you're at that point where you're letting go of things how do you manage your energy how am I willing to manage my energy from now on Because if I'm willing to grow, if I'm willing to expand, if I'm willing to let go of these things that aren't serving me anymore, where am I spending my energy? What do I need to prioritize instead? And where do I want to shift my focus towards? And Sarah, you talked about focus there. But what is it that you would need to let go if you're going to walk forward, basically? How are you going to take that step forward if you Mm -hmm. cannot shift your energy from what was there to what is coming? (laughs) <laughs> absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah. 
I mean, you you can have all of the affirmations in the world, but if you're not managing your energy to mm. and not noticing where your focus is going, that's where you're going to drift off. That's where you're going to drift off back to the past, back to paying attention to things that no longer serve you. Like, like say, if you're spending a lot of time on social media, following people who are making you feel basically really unpleasant. Yeah, just like knowing where your energy is going because the more you give out naturally we only have so much energy in this world we were only just talking about that and it's like we need to understand and write down this is where journaling comes in literally note down where is it going where am I most of the day and most of the week what am I doing I'm being really conscious of that stuff Mental energy is exhausting. A lot of people think, oh, like, you know, I'm I'm not even doing that much, but I'm exhausted. And I'm like, it's your head. You have so much going on in there. You need to just, you know what I mean? Prioritize, like you said. And even if that means making sacrifices, like if you do want something really, really bad and the work has to be put in, sacrifices will have to be made in other areas. And that's just it. And a lot of people kind of give up. They think they're they're trying to put too many eggs in too many baskets and then they're feeling mentally drained, exhausted. So it is, I mean, I'm such a key speaker about keeping your life extremely simple. Like I, I, you know, incorporate a couple of things in my day and that's it. That will be my movement, my, you know, healthy eating, my time with Haley, and then my client sessions in the evening. And then, you know, I was thinking about recently, what can I delegate? What can I offload now? You know, it's important for me to be a mom now and be fully present. How can I relinquish control as such? How can I, you know, I can't do it all. And none of us can. So Tony Robbins asked a really good um, question in his free course. And it was like, which part of your life makes you super happy and super like, you know, you could do this like forever, you know, super content. And which area of your life brings you loads of stress or heartache or upset or anger? And really, it's about creating that map to eradicate B and bring more of A, isn't it? And, And figuring out how can I just put all my eggs into this basket? And that might sound complicated, but it's a nice tool. Like what makes you happiest? What makes you most stressed? And how can you basically create the map, the gap map between them? Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. That was kind of off course as usual. (laughs) But anyway, it's it's, again, it's a nice journaling reflection piece. You know, where am I happiest and what am I, where am I not happiest and how can I do more of A and maybe let go of B? So yeah, journaling is just powerful to, oh my God, for everything, for creating plans writing down what you want, who you want to become. And, and it's a gorgeous then playbook to look over, right? You've done that numerous times, looked over your journals and what you wanted, seen what you achieved, felt pride. It's gorgeous, guys. So yeah, definitely make a journal a part of your, your non-negotiables every day. Yes, I actually do. I've been doing it for a year and a half now. I've been doing the gratitude journal every single morning. And um, it doesn't necessarily, I do usually say I'm grateful for my family and fairness. <laughs> Because I've literally four sisters. So like, I'm so like, whenever I think about gratitude, they just come into it. Um, Yeah, it's just a thing like, but the rest of it is typically like what happened over the weekend. And like just juicing Mm. it out. Because when you juice it out, there's going to be more of that coming. And we need to realize that, you know, it's like, okay, juicing this out. Why? Because I know that when I put my focus on that, there's going to be more of it. There's going to be more of it, like even with money, even with like with with love, everything is like everything is going to come back because you're putting your attention on it and you're expressing gratitude that that you did get it and that you got to experience it. So especially with travels, I'm like, yes, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Oh, and money. Sure, like if you've read I'm a badass, or you sorry, you're a badass at money, which we were speaking about before. There's an awful lot about loving it and not complaining about it. And that's just one thing, money. You can do that with everything, like you said, travel. And it really does come back to how you feel about it, isn't it? 
and the love yeah. you have for it. And then if you say you love someone, this is a really good way of putting it. Imagine having a, you know, a partner and just complaining about them all the time saying you never, you don't have enough of it. You drive it away. Same thing. It's gratitude. Exactly. Whatever you love, you'll get more of. You have to really feel it. And romanticize yeah. your life. And it also gives you more confidence because you see how much you have. You don't miss a moment, which is super effing powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah, being present, really. And one thing that I definitely want to talk about, and I think Sarah will have a lot of thoughts on, is creating your reality and identity. This is something that I really focus on because it has worked wonderfully for me and for the people that work with me as well. And it's just so powerful to understand how much self-concept does for us. The way Mm. we see ourselves, like if you start writing on a notebook, what do I think of myself? What is my self-concept? I guarantee you, you might draw a blank or else you will think straight away to negative things because we're programmed to think that way. Mm -hmm. Because of all of the marketing, all of the ads, everything. We're just simply programmed to think that way. However, I chose to go the other way. I was like, no, I am changing my self-concept because I know how much self-sabotage I have undertaken. I know how many, you know, it's just self-concept is literally everything. What you think of yourself is what's going to show up in your life. It's what you're going to choose for yourself. You're going to sabotage yourself. And that's a fact. So journaling on this is super important. That's why I have workbooks for identity shifting and reprogramming in my container, because it is literally so important. It is what is going to dictate what happens in your life. You get to create what happens in your life. You get to create who you get to be, because you could literally be doing something yesterday And you could be doing something completely different today. You could say, I choose differently today. And that's my mantra always, because you can choose differently today. So you always have choices. You will always have choices. And I know that you believe this strongly, Sarah. And it's just mad. It's just that I can't get this message across enough because it's changed my life completely. It's changed my friendships entirely. It's changed obviously my relationship you know I've never Mm -hmm. had a relationship so healthy and loving and just delightful really and so one question a few questions that I have that could be really helpful for you today is what do I no longer resonate with and just stay quiet for a little bit and see what comes up because I, I can assure you that something will come up and you might be like, oh, I don't know about that. No, if it's coming up, it's your subconscious playing at you. <laughs> it's coming up for a reason. And what do I choose instead? What do I choose instead? What do I choose my life to be like instead? How do I show up as that right. exactly? How can I get closer to that every day? And I'm not talking about I have to go from zero to 100 now because now I know what I want my life to be like. It's not about that. It's about literally making the decision. Because when you make a choice, when you make that decision that I've had enough of this crap and I'm willing to look forward and create the life that I want, then everything changes. Everything changes and you can change everything about your identity. You can reprogram exactly how you want to perceive yourself and how you want others to treat you. Everything you can write down on that journal today. So you get to decide. And that's basically the takeaway of identity shifting and reprogramming and creating your reality. I strongly believe in this. And I know Sarah does as well. 
And I really do recommend writing about this because you will be surprised about what comes up. And even if you do not have the capacity to work with a coach right now and you don't have somebody to keep you accountable, 100% just start writing and see what shows up. I love that question. As you said that, I actually just got loads of brainwaves. So what are the two questions? What do I no longer resonate with? What do I no longer resonate with? What do I choose instead? How do I show up as that exactly? And how can I get closer to that every day? And it can be baby steps. It can be baby steps. But it's that fact that you're no longer willing to resonate. When you say resonate, it's very powerful because you're not resonating with the frequency. You're not resonating with the vibration of that Mm -hmm. basic, like it's low frequency that you are not willing to resonate with complaining, with gossip, with all of that toxicity that's happening Mm -hmm. all around us. It's that, no, I am actually choosing to be at this frequency, to choose a full body, yes, all the time. I'm I'm no longer willing Mm -hmm. to resonate with things that I'm kind of half yes about. Like, no, I want to feel like I'm saying a full body yes to the vision board that there's loads of travels on. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, just like things that like really feel like, wow, my life has turned on. You know, it's like there is a light bulb there that's like, oh my God, I'm actually able to create Mm -hmm. my life. It's not life happening for me. No, and it's it's clarity. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's it's happening. Sorry, for you. It's happening for me, not to me. (laughs) I know I get confused with that too. No, I totally get that. And I, and I can actually see that in my own life. You know, the way I, my big vision and my big, sorry, my past is very much seeing my life at either scale, side of the, the confidence scales. And like when I look at even the the people, the experiences, the everything is is totally different now for me. And that just proves that, like you said, frequency is everything. But I really like those questions. I just, I think I've never used them in that form. Like I have my future self journaling exercises, but I love the one like, what do I no longer resonate with? Because I think that's a powerful, a lot will come out for that. Even for me now, I'm thinking, you know what I mean? And what's the next level? I know Mel Robbins says that the version 3.0, which I love, like, who's that version of you? And like, really get clear on that version. And then what needs to happen in your environment? What needs to happen in your friendship group? What needs to be prioritized in your day-to-day to-do list? So uh, again, it's creating the future self, isn't it? This is who I am now and that's it. And making that full body statement. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to do that yeah. actually now after this. <laughs> exactly. I and I, I'll do it. I'll do it as well. Cause you know what? You can do it. And then the next month that you do it, other things will come up. I can assure yeah. you because we're yeah. always like, basically the bin needs to be thrown out for new things to come in. You know, that kind of way. It's like things need to circulate. And um, the way I summarized it here is identity shifting. Now, this was literally what flowed out of me today. This is not Mm -hmm. necessarily a description. It's the way I kind of see it is that identity shifting or reprogramming, the way that you want to call it is selecting what you now associate with, how you're going to show up as her, whether it's increased confidence, aligning with a better career step, someone who meditates often, etc., And there always needs to be a why behind these changes, because when you're choosing these, it's like, okay, I want to be the person that works out often and actually feels like doing it, like genuinely wants to, has the desire to. I want to be the type of person that works remotely and has time flexibility. Like, I want to be the person that is naturally friendly and, you know, kind and say 
charismatic, all of these things. Like, well, why? And what, how, how can you be that person? Like, tell me exactly how you're going to show up as that person and what you're going to do to create this new reality of yours, this new identity. Because again, you get to choose. You always get to choose, you know? So the why is so important. So on the first call with my clients, we work on the why and the way I call it. So the why has to be the story you create to get motivated to do the way. So yeah. don't just go off and do this journaling exercise and leave it like leave the journal gathering just basically. You're really kind of create like what and really like really get into what this new version, what that's going to do for your life, the freedom that will give you the happiness, the joy. And only then when you create that beautiful story around it is when you will find the discipline where you'll find the discipline. Like my daughter gives me such profound discipline now when I look at her, which is gorgeous because I want her and she will be a part of that lifestyle with me where she'll get to travel. And look, look at me now, I'm literally tearing up at the idea of her, you know, potentially being part of it. It's something that I never had when I was younger, like something I, ne- you know what I mean? Or understanding this concept of like this global change of mindset. And I think for me, I'm like, oh my God, I get up in the morning and I feel so disciplined because there, I have no other option but to move forward here with the impact because yeah. of her. So finding that emotional connection for you, it might be your partner, like traveling, working remotely, whatever that is for you, find that why. If you link it to children, it's a big one. Yeah. So it's again, another tangent, but yeah, whatever you want, make sure you're creating that beautiful story about what it's going to give to you, not just how you're going to get it. You know what I mean? When you do the why, it's very, very, very profound in discipline. Very profound. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Emotional. There we go again. Uh, (laughs) Literally getting emotional and the whole lot in the middle of it. Absolutely. You're dead right. No, your why is is literally so important. When you have it as well on your vision board, as we obviously love to have, is that you can literally see the things that you're striving towards. Like say the travels, for example, is like a huge one for so many people. And for me, it's literally like ocean. Give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Give it to you me, know? honest to God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the exact same. Like, build a why around what it's going to give to you. I've got my new vision board ready to go again now. <laughs> so of course, uh, of course. Yeah, I have to always carve out a few hours to do it, though. Yeah, vision boards. We, we actually have to talk about that in, in another episode now, actually. Did we talk about that yet? We will hone in on it. <laughs> we will hone in on it because, oh my God, and even how to do one because all oh, lads, like the most life-changing practices ever, ever, ever. Especially if yeah. you do them well, if you know how to do them, that yes. they'll actually light you up. Then as opposed to bringing you resistance, they need to light you up. So that that's another thing as well we we'll talk about. And also another thing as well. So when you're journaling things like that, and this is the last point that I will make, is that, you know, we get so stressed out about say if you're a high drive woman like really wants to achieve a lot like Sarah and I get you know are a bit harsh to ourselves a bit overwhelmed <laughs> and we have to, talk yeah. to, to each other about it and say okay relax it's all good but one really powerful question I heard the other day was you know when people get really stressed out about will I get there like am I achieving things like what is going on what if this doesn't happen for me what if mm-hmm these things do not come happening and turn out my way. What if this doesn't work? Well, when we get like that, I want to ask you a question. Do you think this will happen in this lifetime? And then 100%, 99% of the time, people will say, yeah, of course. And then they'll relax. And it's like, well, then it's all good. It's coming. <laughs> you don't have to do everything today. We can just accept and move forward. 
take no baby way. steps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Accept and move forward. Like the first step is just, okay, I'm accepting how it is right now. I do not need to rush anything right now. It's just about taking a step. Yes. Literally. That's all you because need to when do you're, Yeah, when you're yeah. relaxed about it, you'll do it and it'll feel natural. So just focus on the first little step. Like when I have a coaching client, it genuinely is the next two weeks. What can we do to get us to that better place? And then let's focus on what we can do then. So don't be overwhelmed by the big picture. It is all coming. It's just about knowing where to put your energy then week on week, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. I mean, we could talk all day as huge, but I suppose we'll park it there. And I hope you guys got what you needed to hear from that. Please make journaling a non-negotiable in your day. If you struggle in the mornings, get it done in the evenings, whatever feels natural to you. But we hope that you've taken lots of pointers from today's episode. Beautiful. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to read a little bit more on what Sarah and I do and a little few tips for free, just follow us on Instagram, Sarah Wolf and Patrick Delahunty. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.